everyone, it's Ruby, back again. The throat kind of hurts, because honestly, I think I have COVID again, but I don't really think so at the same time, because I don't really have the big symptoms, but maybe it's because I got the newest booster, but <sighs> ever since our last podcast, I've been working, of course, um, but I've been making pretty big changes. Um, I got a car. Still got some paperwork to do, but very excited about that. Um, but there have been like a few things I have noticed through this month. One of them is that I've been doing Sober October, which is, like, this moment I kind of, like, took it away from, like, the Joe Rogan podcast, but just continue it with, like, my own thing and try my best to keep as sober as possible just for a month, just because I don't really usually go that far. But it's not like I'm on a an uncontrollable person, I usually just have my stuff on the weekends, but just to minimize it, you know, so this month I stayed sober until the 23rd, so like last Sunday, um, but I lasted for quite a bit, but I definitely noticed that I got very irritable My pain was more showing on days. Um, I got annoyed with things. Just like small things like irritated me a lot. And I fixated it. And me taking pain medication like ibuprofen and other stuff like that. For my foot problems on certain days, I had to take it. Um, So... I don't know if that was a mixture of that and then little things there and there and other things going on. I feel like a lot of things could have happened that made it happen the way it did. So I'm trying to be more mindful and careful about what I say and what I do. You know. But I definitely don't think I'll be doing this next October. I'd rather just have a regular October and just minimize my usage, you know. Um... What else? I have been also really irritable because I was talking to, I wasn't even talking to anyone really. Like I was just like, well, I'll I'll get into that. But what, what I was trying to say is like, I was trying to talk to my therapist for like weeks and weeks, but because she had time off and I go on a bi-weekly schedule, it was way longer than it needed to be. And it was like almost a month until like the yesterday or technically next, like last two days ago on Monday, I was able to talk to my therapist and like go over everything that was happening. So Basically, what I went over with her, I want to go over with you. At least some of it, that's appropriate. Um, I was talking about, with her, 
a lot of kind of things, as most therapists do, but she would ask me a few questions about, like, family life, how that was going, and it's been going okay, like, my mom is being decent and, like, looking out for me there and there, but it's not, like, complete support all the time where I feel like this is going to be steps to going and going somewhere great, you know, so there's that, um, I feel like there's big steps towards, like, hanging out with my younger sister that I haven't felt before, so I think that's good, um, I had money invested in my sweatshirts, so those just actually got announced that they're shipping today or yesterday, and they're, they're coming in soon, um, it's, like, a design from, like, my fashion brand that I have, and, um, I'm really excited to sell that. I have documentation I have to do for, like, taxpayer stuff because I'm making so much money with, like, my side hustle as a private teacher that I I have to, like, really fill that out. So it's it's tedious, but at least I know I'm, like, making good enough money on the side, and I've even raised it to $30 an hour. So happy with that. Um, but as we were going deeper into what our sessions we're going to go to. Um, I was discussing, like, my my life and my relationships. And this, like, one particular girl has been, like, rock solid for me since I've met her. She's very inspiring. She's a producer. She's very just, like, caring and genuine and honest. And, like, it's, like, really refreshing knowing I don't have to, like, second guess on, like, how she feels about me. Because, like, the fucked up part is, like, what I realized with my therapy sessions is that, like, I, f- I forgot, like, what was, what it was like to, like, really feel admired and genuinely, like, desired for, you know, by, like, any kind of woman... Especially with, like, my last relationship. I... I just... This girl, like, just makes me feel wanted. And... She reminds me that I'm wanted by her. And that she just really wants to be around me. And not even just, like, in a sexual manner. Because, like, she's even... Just, she just, like, romantically just, like, wants to be around me. And even with her busy schedule, she'll, like, contact me and do her best to just, like, make time for me and schedule things out. And I really appreciate that effort on her end. Because I felt like I was trying to prove myself a lot because... I I was lazy during that time with my last relationship that I had to really put the work in, but now that, like, 
after a while, like, I I felt like I was proving not myself, but for another person. And with this girl, like, I don't feel that way anymore. I feel like what she's doing is, like, motivating me and pushing me in the right direction without making me feel like I'm doing it for her. She's inspired by, like, my motivation. She's inspired by, like, my projects, what I'm doing. She's intrigued. She's very curious. She asks me a lot of questions about, like, what I'm doing and, like, what's next and when can I see me. Um, I just... It feels good to be, like wanted and I forgot how that felt and I didn't know that I forgot that I felt that way honestly so it's nice Um, and then When I was watching the We Still Like Each Other podcast, that's the podcast I highly, and I mean highly recommend to anyone, anyone. Because I've written in a story and they've even like read it on a podcast at some point. And even I like work with, like I I can talk to the guy and like work with him. He's really incredible. Um, but it's hosted by a husband and wife named Stephanie and Travis, and they just do really, really honest, honest, intimate conversations on relationships, no matter young, old, or even within their age, within that middle age range. And they just connect really well on it, like an authentic level, about being a younger middle aged couple with children. And giving advice to younger people like myself and other people that are even younger than me. And even older people, just like how to up their intimacy, how to be authentic to your partner, how to just strive for greatness, how to heal from trauma, how to grow as a person at the end of the day. And... Stephanie was reading a book about childhood trauma because she wanted to uncover a lot of things that she grew up with and to give her just like a short background. She was a Afro-Dominicana that came from the Bronx area, probably from like the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, And actually probably early 90s to 2000s and she just talked about how like she had to um learn things um as she got older on how what she termed it as the adaptive child based on the book that she was reading that's what the author was saying it's like a psychologist or a child behaviorist that just like studied children and like how trauma affected them and like how she learned this trait of like um adaptive child traits like where they learn to survive in order to like compensate for something cuz they either don't have the vocabulary 
or certain words to express themselves. And they just do something based on action. So for her, she said that because she had so many siblings and um, brothers and sisters and stuff, that she was put on a higher pedestal because she, for being bossy, and it helped her, like, maintain order within her family, but when it came time to, like, even relationships, that it was tough for her. And then just to, like, maintain those relationships, or even, like, sometimes she's been working on it more recently, she said, and then, like, sometimes it'll, like, pop off in a spitfire, and it'll, like, calm her down, because her husband, um, Travis, will say, like, what she, what he used to say in the past, like, I did at some point, it's like, oh, no, it's okay, like, it's fine, but then as he, like, got more mature, and understood the situations more, and that shit just it was more consistent than usual, he's like, yeah, that, like, and he's speaking more mind, his mind about it, that he said, like, oh, that's, like, kind of fucked up, like, what you said, like, you gotta be, like, more mindful about, like, what you're doing when you are expressing yourself like that in a rage or a frustration. And then even for him, because I want to go back and forth between the conversations, um, is that even for him, he grew up in a different area. He grew up within Long Island, in the suburbs, um, within a Caribbean family, Jamaican descent for the most part, but still Americanized. So he felt like even being raised by a Caribbean family full of immigrants that with them being Americanized, he can only feel like so much empathy where he felt like that there were certain tools and resources that were more available to him, but he, to his family, but he still felt like that they weren't as there for them. But because he was a quiet he would describe himself as like a pretty um, well-mannered, quiet child that he was able to get away with a lot. And like his parents didn't have to pay attention to him as much. And he kind of felt neglected because of that. So he found himself like womanizing like crazy and um, like go, dipping more into vices and indulgences. And that just reminded me of myself and like, how I'm not the golden child per se, but I can definitely tell that like me as a man, like my mom kind of just like just neglected me from like a physical abusive aspect. And then also just emotionally, like she'll just let me do what I want and just allow that. But she was more critical, like my sisters. And that was very unfair to them, honestly. But like as Travis was going on, he just talked about like, certain traits like that of the adaptive child going back and forth between Stephanie and him um, and how like her bossiness and then him being a well-mannered child had its perks but it also had its cons as he, like, they started growing up because both the, both those kind of like personalities would clash at times but it would eventually make itself work. Um, just because they've had enough experience and they love each other and they have enough partnership for that to work out, you know. But it's still a work in progress. Like, it's not perfect. Um, another thing that that book that Stephanie brought up, which I thought was really interesting, is that 
the psychologist and the writer said that um, it, it, it felt really profound to me, honestly, when I read it. Like, when she said it, like, I, I kept rewinding the video for a second. But it was along the lines that the author was talking about abandonment and how abandonment is more of a child state of mind and how if we feel like we're abandoned as children that feeling goes on to other things and it manifests in itself even when we're in adulthood and growing into our teenage to adulthood years and our adolescence gets affected by that so we can mistake in a lot of things for abandonment when it's not because when we define abandonment a lot of that when the author describes it, abandonment it often is like oh i'm being left alone i i can't do this by myself i am a child i i cannot do this on my own i could die from not being able to do this because i don't either have the experiences i don't have the words to express myself to help myself or have someone help me or just in general like i don't know what to do i don't have any kind of understanding of like what i can do to help myself as opposed to adults like myself and older people even me um we mistaken that like when it comes to relationships and friendships and part of our family like that we need this person in order to survive. We need this being to, like, fill us because without them, we can't do anything. Like, that sense of abandonment that we felt as a child. But when you think about it on paper, like, if someone doesn't work out with you or doesn't want to be with you, you'll be okay. You can, I, I can cook for myself now. I can pay for myself. I can go and figure out ways to get better at a job or find housing if I'm upset. You know, if I'm I'm if I'm trying to figure out situations even if it's not in the way I want it to be, there are situations where I can get myself out of. I'm not in abandonment. I can help myself and I can be independent, feel liberated. You know, and that just stuck with me because I always associated whether it was a relationship or a friendship or even part of like my parents, I felt like I was truly abandoned. Like I, I couldn't live without this person and I needed them when I needed them most. And even when I didn't need them, I felt like I needed them all the time for me to grow. But when you need somebody like that to grow, you might as well just put a shoe on my head and tell me to stop growing. You know, it's just it gets in the way. It's just a blocking mechanism to prevent yourself from really developing into the person that you need to be not want to be because we can want something for so long and then we'll not get it and it'll prevent us to go on a different path 
that we need to be on as opposed to what we want to be on. Because if we were on a path we would want to be on, it would either be really unsatisfying, it wouldn't be as climactic, it wouldn't feel as great. Honestly. Because the more I think about it, like with all the things I've done with like the merchandise stuff, like buying necklaces and watches and looking and feeling good, those feel good and they feel great. And then even like my time when I, I'm when I'm still going through this phase of like mul- dating like multiple women, like I, I, I have the multiple women that are talking to me, but I don't feel fulfilled i don't feel happy and i'm on like dating like sex worker sites like only fans and unfiltered and other stuff like that and like i'm i'm putting this towards something that i don't have a good investment back like what what is this getting like i, I have sexual pleasure and stuff like that but like it's not going anywhere it's just like staying put. There is no ROI. There's no return on investment here. Whether it's financially, emotionally, or just like anything, like physically. I don't feel great. I only feel great for a second and then I'm back to the same feeling it's like this rush, this high, this addiction where I just keep coming back for this one thing and then it's not there. And I can't keep doing that to myself. It's fucked. So I, like, when Stephanie brought that up, like, I even shot a message to Travis because, like, I even, like, am able to direct message him and it feels really powerful to just, like, just to have a moment and be able to really think about it and settle in because when I mentioned that to my therapist, she even, like, clarified that for me and then added a few questions to, like, personalize it towards me and how I felt about that and how I would go about that in a way. And for our next session, she wants to go into like my inner child and other things like that that we've talked before, but it seemed like she may have forgotten. So I'm happy to re-talk about it again and just like really address the situation and like really see what I can learn and be curious and grow from it, you know. Um. But that's honestly, like, what's been on my mind is, like, how for so long I thought I was being abandoned. And in which ways I was, but, like, I I didn't have to feel that way all the time once someone words it like that, you know? All those times of being in a relationship with other exes of mine... I always felt like I needed this woman. I needed this person for me to live and go on and feel joy in my life. But I didn't need that. That's not the point of relationship. You desire to be around them, but you don't physically need them all the time. 
But there is no greater feeling than being around somebody that makes you feel like that you need them. You know, nobody needs like certain people. But at the end of the day, I also have to think about it in terms like we do need help. We do need help from other people. And I just have to be careful about like thinking, you know. And careful with more, like, my trust. And careful with, like, the way I take things, you know? I want to take things more seriously. I want to take them more slowly. Um, I want to feel like I'm desired and wanted by my partner. And I want to feel like that with the woman I want to be with. And I'm, like, finally feeling that for once. And it's not like I'm in love with this person just yet. I'm just, but, like, the those feelings, like, are more valid with circumstances like this. And it makes me feel good for fucking once. I don't have to, like, second guess everything. I don't have to think about worrying and other stuff like that like it was so time consuming and I just I just feel good and of course some days I'll have like my doubts and like I'll think about other things but like she's very consistent with me this new girl And she's, like, just willing to take that chance with me and be around me and excited and, like, tells me, like, oh, I want to be around you. Like, when are you going to be next weekend? Like, when can I see you again? I want to be held by you. I just want to, like, just be around you. Like, I needed that. And I wanted that. But I'm I'm just grateful that like somebody is looking out for me and wants to try, you know. And there are like there are other girls in my life that I, I think are really cool and really attractive and like sexually attractive, but like they're not hitting that criteria that this specific girl is like hitting with me. And she's also just, like, so creative. I can, like, talk, like, for, like, four hours. I remember I had a long conversation on the phone with her, like, for four hours. Um, just talking about art and music and producing and, like, being within the film industry and, like, just asking questions about her with that and doing all those kinds of things. And... How she was really intrigued by like my projects and what I wanted to do with gallery interviews, writing a book, um, doing like a board game, designing stuff. And I'm even thinking about designing watches and I'm learning about how cars work and like seeing how those mechanical aspects can like um, influence my art for the upcoming future and being more organized. And I've even gotten a Todoist app. And created like lists and goals. And I have like a short amount of goals for the overall 
uh, year of 2023. And then I have like another set of goals for um, uh, just like the next five years. And then I have like my company that I work at, my side hustle and like a few other categories just to help me out with my personal life and other things like that. So I'm trying to get my my life organized. Now with the car, I can get workouts more consistently and just like really work on myself like this coming 2023 and like really just fucking do it, you know? Like I'm so fucking proud of myself for like getting this shit done and doing what I need to do as opposed to what I want to do. And still making time for myself to, like, find pleasure and find freedom in my life and, like, get the rest I need. Because I've been overworking myself, honestly. I'll bust my ass for these kids and sometimes they're not as grateful as they need to be. And I understand that they're children at the end of the day. But I I really, really try with these kids. And I really help them in any way I can as opposed to any other teacher I've ever had in my entire life. And I feel like some of these kids are just very ungrateful for their circumstances. Especially with the program that they're in. I feel like there could be so many other worse teachers and I'm just trying my best. So honestly, like every day I just look at like a different job interview and see like what I can do while I'm working here in the meantime and getting my paychecks. Um, and just doing at least the minimum and doing as as far as I can with the minimum at least. You know... I'm not overworking myself. I'm thinking about it smart. Um, Taking advantage of the time that's needed. I'm like literally creating a board game while at work and at at company time in the early hours. Um, I just come there early. I brainstorm. I get everything I need out of my brain into notebooks. Um, Like big graph paper. um, White pieces of paper. Anything just to like get the board game down, I write notes for my financial literacy um, class for like the kids and for myself so I can get into like the business of stock markets and brokerage accounts and f- like 401ks and Roth IRAs, just like really going at it at every angle so I can maximize and optimize every part of me and feel fucking motivated to get this stuff done. I want to be passionate enough and you know what? I am fucking passionate enough. I, 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 I have to stop doubting myself. Because all I can do now is believe in myself and work my ass off. And just work smart and get this shit done. You know? Because now all I can do is believe in myself. And really work at it for what it is. I'm not afraid anymore. And even if I am, that's okay. But at least I know I'm trying and I'm doing my best to develop anything I can to make my life so much better. Creatively, romantically, emotionally, mentally. It doesn't matter. Just better. I'm not expecting perfect. Just better. And I hope my conversation tonight can leave a impact or make you embark on your own journey tonight, tomorrow, week, a month from now, a year from now. Okay. Anyone that's listening to this in the day, I hope you have a good day. If I was listening at night, 
I hope you have a good night like me. And it was a pleasure to tell my story to you this month, okay? Hopefully I'm more consistent with my weeks. But if you've listened to this podcast long enough, as I have, you understand it's a very inconsistent schedule. (laughs) But I will do my best to make it more consistent, like I say it, with my other work, okay? Have a good night. Bye, guys.